Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of two friends with opinions, theories, and fan casting. This is Geek Speak Last Week! Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. I am Ed, and this is my partner in crime, Brian. Say hello, Brian. What's going on, everyone? Um, so yeah, we're here for another week of the show, and uh, got a couple of sad things to get through in the beginning here. So a couple of uh, passings that just came up in the last week, actually, as of recording, just found out about this one um, a few minutes ago. Brian, Brian sent me a text and told me about it. Um, Norm McDonald, the comedian, he was on SNL. He just passed away of apparently cancer and I didn't even know he was ill. So that's really sad. Very funny guy. Uh, I was just telling Brian a story that me and my wife several years ago were in Atlantic city. Um, we got comp tickets to go see his show. And if you know who he is, he's got a very dry sense of humor and one of the women who was in the audience was uh, very drunk and like kind of getting agitated that he was taking so long with his delivery and setup and stuff and was like just heckling him. And he just in his fashion just basically said the woman got up and she just drunkenly yelled at him. You suck. And there was like a kerfuffle in the audience and uh, she was escorted out by the security and everything like that. And I mean, it must have been at least 40 minutes after that all happened. He went, Oh, I just thought of something. You suck. <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was his retort to the whole thing. It was just really funny and dry and out of nowhere. Um, so that's sad news. I didn't know he was even sick. And and uh I, he's always been a, a funny guy, and I, I I'm sad that he's gone. Um you have any uh, thoughts or any feelings on his passing there, bro? Oh no, it's definitely a loss. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely sad. Like I said, like that's why I sent it to you because I, I, my friend sent it to me earlier, and I was like, oh, that's that sucks. I like, I, I that was just completely out of nowhere. Like you yeah. said, it was just, just so out of nowhere. So sometimes yeah, it's I, worse when you don't know that the person's been battling it because it comes out mm-hmm. of Chadwick Boseman. We yeah. had no clue and it just came out of nowhere and it hit so hard. You know, it's uh, it's harder when you didn't know they were struggling sometimes. But either way, um, it's a sad it's a, it's a loss for comedy. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and feelings go out to his family, obviously. He's definitely one. Of, I, I, I mean, even though I like his leaving was kind of like shaky and everything, I think he was definitely one of the SNL greats. Like, like he's, yes. he was just one of the fun. He's just one of the funniest people on there. And, and it's not because not, you know, everyone doesn't become, you know, the movie star or whatever they're not. And I don't think they're great because of either like, you know, the, of so many different things. It's like some people just have their, their, their niche things. Yeah. And the things that he did, he did really well. And I always enjoyed him. Like I always enjoyed his weekend update. I always enjoyed his Burt Reynolds, like I yes. like he just like he's just he was just good. He was just every time he was just it was like, oh, we're going to get a Jeopardy with Burt Reynolds. This is going to be a good time. This is going to be a good time. Like you you just you knew you were going to be laughing 
hysterically by the end of it. And he was actually on a, a show that I like quite a bit, a, a sitcom that's off the air now, but he was on the middle playing the uncle of the, of the family. And he was really dry and funny in that role too. Um, yeah. It just sat all around. He was, he was a very funny guy. And, and, you know, even some of the movies, even though he what didn't play in a lot of big roles, I just remember him in a lot of small stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what movie it is. All I remember is the guy. Oh, Jesus. What was it? Cause he's, he's plays like a, uh, a bartender. And he's like, how about I stick this swizzle stick up your pee hole? And every time I think of him, I think of him saying that line in a movie. Ah, oh, Jesus, what is it? <laughs> it's it's just off the wall and funny. And he was he was good, good comedy. I liked him a lot. Um, he actually says one of the most off color <laughs> uh, jokes that cracks me up and it's really messed up but he's telling the story of the mass murder and uh overall disgusting uh serial killer albert fish if you've Mm -hmm. ever heard of him yes and he goes into this long just drawn out (laughs) talking about how who the guy was and what he did and just goes into detail how terrible and disgusting and depraved he was and he goes yeah he was a real jerk just cracks me up because oh my after all that stuff that's his punchline that yeah he was a real jerk um just yeah if, if you're a fan of his comedy it's it's sad to see him go because he was a very funny guy um another uh loss that we had this this past week was uh michael k williams from the wire i i didn't see that coming at all not um, at all a dude who shows up in things and everything he's in, he's good in. Um, I mean, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. He, he always plays like uh, character roles. Yes. But he's always very good and believable in everything he's in. And he was terrific in the wire, which is one of my favorite shows of all time um, as Omar. And he was also in, I didn't even know this. He was in the Sopranos, uh, a couple episodes of the Sopranos. And obviously was in uh, Boardwalk Empire as well, which I'd mm-hmm. never seen, but I've heard nothing but great things about. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really a, good. It's sad man, it's a uh, it's a big loss because he was a very talented guy, and yeah, he's definitely like you said, one of those actors that when he shows up, and like whether the movie is good or not, he is. Yeah, and he always shows up on his A game, like like he really does. Like, did you ever see the commercial that he did? where it was like just him, like four versions of him in his house, just hanging out, talking to him. Like he was basically like talking, he was like conversing with himself. And at like one point he was just like, you know, he's like, I'm really getting tired of people like, of of like Hollywood, like casting me in these thugs and and, and criminal roles. He's like, I'm a classically trained Broadway. He's like, (laughs) like, I'm a classically trained actor. Like, what are are they doing? Like, why are they doing this to me? And it was just like, I I really liked that commercial and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is good. This is, this is good. And it, this the, is, it, he it, was it, just it, such it, a it, distinct look. I mean, he had that scar on his face, um, which I don't even know where that came from or how that came about, but just a very distinct looking guy. And like you said, always believable. I mean, in every role he's ever been in, 
I 100% believe the character he's playing. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that he's gone so soon. I mean, he was a young, youngish guy. The guy was clearly a very talented actor and, you know, as much of a great actor as anybody is that passes away, you just, you know, you got to look at the human and by all accounts, everybody who's ever talked about him said he's a great guy. So mm-hmm. shame feel for the family. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, getting the sad stuff out of the way first, um, we had a couple of uh, fun things come up this week as well. Um, I guess we'll start with the uh, injustice animated movie trailer which looks pretty much just like the comic book, in my opinion. I mean, obviously it's going for the same story, um, but did you, over- did you, you actually read the comic? I read the first three volumes, I believe the first three. Um, so what, like year, what was uh, is like year one, year two or year three or something like that. Something like that. It got to the point where, they kind of brought everyone in like, cause the first story is kind of self-contained. It, it, it very much follows Batman and Superman and their arc wonder woman's in it. And a few other people are in it, but it was more, it was more self-contained. And then it, it kind of, the other volumes kind of opens it up and Shazam, Shazam comes in and this person comes in and that person, and it becomes just an all out war, just like the game that it's based on. Um, well, no, cause I know I I've read, I know I read at least up to, the, the fourth volume and they, they started bringing in the gods and all of that. Like you, yeah. I was, I was shocked. I thought it was, it was very cool. So what, I, what would it be amazing is if, if the deal that they made with uh, DC and Warner brothers, wasn't for three movies, but for four, and there's an actual injustice two movie coming as well. I guess maybe they just want to see how this one performs. I don't know. Possibly. I mean, I'm sure they will, but I, I mean, well, I mean, they just put stuff out anyway, and they, regardless of whether, you know, because because I mean, they don't usually do sequels. So, I mean, the fact that they actually made a sequel to that that uh, Mortal Kombat one, I was shocked. So, like, I thought they were going to just one and done it and they came back and did a second one. So that's why I'm like, well, maybe with the injustice, there's actually a second one coming, too, because I wasn't I didn't see that one coming. But hey, also. Same art style. Uh, they use the same art department, uh, the same like production and um, team, and same uh, character designer as the Mortal Kombat ones. Okay. So it it looks it look it does look interesting, and I I'm looking forward to it because I enjoyed the comics and I definitely enjoyed the first game. I never played the second game, but I I played the first one and yeah, I played the first one as well. Um, I only played it for like a few days and. It's not like I got super deep into it, but I played it too. And it was, it's a cool concept. <clears throat> I beat, just, I beat the crap out of that. Well, I wouldn't say I beat the crap out, but I beat the game. Yeah. The story was good. That's the only reason why I kept going through it. Right. And I told you before, I'm not so much interested in the story stuff. I just like the beat em up stuff, but either way, I mean, it's got, it's got it for both people. It's got it for people who are invested in the story and people who just want to button smasher stuff. Um, but like I said, it, if, if it is, I mean, it's basically Mortal Kombat with DC characters, which is cool. But at the same time, it's like, if you're not interested in the story, how, how much can you possibly play it? Cause you're just playing the same 10 characters or whatever they had. So 
cool nonetheless, but I, I'm, I'm excited about the movie only because I did like the books. Um, like I said, I think I only, I only read the first three um, volumes and something big happened. I don't want to spoil it, but something big happens in it that I was so mad. Um, and we brought it up in our uh, comic book club because we read them. I think we read one, two and three, like kind of back to back. And a friend of mine who's in the comic book club, she's a big fan of Damian Wayne and I'm a big fan of Dick Grayson and something happens. And I was irate and we got in a, not an argument, like a, a fun argument about how terrible Damian Wayne's in Wayne is and how he sucks so bad. She'll probably uh, disagree with that, but that's the way I feel. And that's, I, I, I hold on to that stance. I, I don't like him as a character or a person. And if I ever see him, I'll punch him in the face. That'll kill me. Are you talking about just from that or just in no? General? In general, he annoys me as a character. I, I know why he's, I know why people like him, but he's so not what I like in a character that he uh, he bothers me. Not to say that he's not a good character. It's just I don't like him, and that's you know subjective and all that stuff. But you get into the argument of who's the best, Robin, and. As I said, the friend of mine will argue till she's blue in the face that it's Damian Wayne. And I just have to tell her she's wrong and he, it's not. But <laughs> and I know I, I think I know your thoughts on it. Everybody seems to think, yes, Dick Grayson isn't the best Robin, but he is the best Nightwing. Or I think he's the best Robin. He's my favorite Robin. You're shaking your head. I I know these. This is he doesn't very, even think he's the best Robin. It's a very subjective. He uh, doesn't even think situation. he's the best Robin. I I didn't say he thinks it. I said I think it. No, no, I know, but he doesn't even think he's the best Robin. Yeah, who cares? He he he, he concedes Robin. that spot to some to to my Robin actually. So Tim Drake. Yeah, I'm good. I like I'm Tim good. Drake also. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I like Tim Drake I, a lot, I, and I love. Dick Grayson and I love Dick Grayson as Robin as well, but I just think Tim just did it, did like actually did the thing better as as the character. That being said, you're getting a brand new comic coming out that's all about Tim. I mean, all about Dick Drake of uh, Dick Drake. Wow, Dick Grayson. <laughs> wow, Dick Grayson and and Batman. Yeah, called Robin and Batman. So are you looking forward to that? Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about it, but that sounds cool. I actually read the, another time we read the comic, uh, Batman and Robin, which was by Frank Whiteley. The art was Frank Whiteley. And that story, I liked all the villains it brought in, but the art is atrocious. I hate Frank Whiteley's art. That was the that was everyone who hasn't read. That was when Dick Grayson was actually Batman and Damien was his Robin. Right. And, and actually, I've been following stuff that's been going on in the comics recently whenever I can. Not the whole thing. And Robin that Damien has his own series and and all the ex Robins really just came recently to can't come after him. And Dick is the one that caught him and caught up to him and basically told him he's like, listen, you. I understand you need to do your own thing. You do your own thing. And he's like, but you you got to remember, it's like, we're all Robins, but we're all Robins to Bruce first. You're right. my Robin. 
Yeah. Like, like you, that, that's what differentiates you from everybody else. Like you were never Bruce's Robin first. You were my Robin. And then you never were able to latch on to Bruce because you were my Robin, because I do things so differently. Right. Yeah. I think the dynamic in that book was kind of interesting. Um, only for what you just said, basically. Um, Dick Grayson's a very different Batman than Bruce. And it's almost like Dick Grayson doesn't have that relationship with Damien of a father. So he can kind of almost like Damien cannot kind of almost like Dick Grayson. He's still a kind of an asshole, the kid, but he's not as much of a asshole as he is to Bruce because he doesn't have those daddy issues and all that stuff. Um, Again, the, the book itself, I mean, the story was pretty decent. I just hated that art. Um, but if you're saying there's a new a new book coming out, uh, I'll have to take a look at that when it gets out because that sounds yeah, pretty cool. It's, it's literally it's called Robin and Batman with the whole play being it's like it's from it's from Dick's point of view. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. And we also have that new Tim Drake book coming out as well, right? Tim Drake's getting a book. I didn't even know that. I thought that we did. Didn't we talk about that recently? I thought we did. Or was that just he's got a new he's got a new story arc going on? He's popping up in other stuff, and then if anything, if they give him a book, okay, that must be what I'm thinking about. Then yeah, I was like, he's popping up in that, and then in that other story right now. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. DC's been DC's been doing this thing with their stories where each of their comics has a backup story that's going on as well. Okay, so the backup story is currently for him for for tim drake okay in one of the in in whatever batman book that is so and they actually i haven't talked about this in a few weeks but they just brought in tim drake in titans and yes i heard he's he's different than in the in the comics but so far i like him he's okay i just i'm still the the verdict's still out on this titan season three it's it's all over the place dude it is it really is it's all over the map and i'm sticking with it but again until this the show is completed i'm not even going to bother giving an update because I, <laughs> I still don't know what to make of it honestly i'm like is it shit or is it okay i can't i can't really put my finger on it i can't make a call um but yeah he's in he's in it and they actually did something pretty cool it was kind of like a, an easter egg throwaway in like the third or fourth episode um dick's going through his uh bruce's computer system and finds a file that contains all of the possible future robins and he's like what are you doing like have you not learned your lesson you've me and you were at odds jason todd's a fucking lunatic and you know you almost got him killed and what are you doing why do you have all these backups and Batgirl's in this season as well, and she's like, "Don't you realize he's just—he's always going to have a Robin. He needs a Robin. He's a fucking fruitcake. You know what I mean? He's like nuts." So it's an interesting idea to put that in the show. Um, again, I don't know that they handle it so well sometimes, but it's—it's it's at least a cool Easter egg because I mean, anybody that you can think of that has been a Robin 
it kind of showed up in like a little a little file, which was kind of neat. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I will try to get through that show and give an update after I'm all done it. And hopefully it's I, not I, as I shitty force, as I will force my way through. <laughs> That's pretty much what I'm thinking. It's, it's like it's, I will make this happen. Yeah, it's it's just not good, you know. I want it to be. I really do, because I tell everybody, I'm like, it's not that bad, but this season's not as good Why as... Why you lie, though? Don't lie. <laughs> if it's bad, it's bad. I mean, you can have a guilty pleasure. It's okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess I don't really believe in that, but I guess it is, because I'm like, I'm making my... It's not even a guilty pleasure. It's almost like a guilty displeasure, because I'm making myself watch it, because I've watched it for three seasons, and I'm like, I'm going to continue. And it's not getting any better. And he's just I mean, like, it's oh. it it is in certain aspects, and it's not in other aspects. Um, it looks cool. The writing's still just not good. It's written by like, you know, I, I don't even know who does the actual writing. I couldn't tell you, but it seems like it's like a sixteen-year-old kid in his basement, is what it seems like. Um, not to offend anybody, but that's what it seems like. Some you know, edgy kid wrote the dialogue to this stuff. Um, and it's not very good, but I digress. Um, speaking of injustice and that being uh, based off of a video game, I guess that's a decent segue. We're going to get into the video game update. Had a bunch of those this week, and I'll turn that over to you, Bri. Yeah, PlayStation did a, a PlayStation showcase, and they dropped a bunch of t- uh, titles. It was just a bunch of trailer after trailer after trailer and most of them like were all right and whatnot and and then at the end they hit us with like just three bombs in a row and it was just like i was just like okay there was an update on the guardians of the galaxy game and i'm interested in it i don't know if i'll automatically buy it but i'll see how it looks and see how it plays a little bit more once we get closer to the game release that had a new uh story trailer in it it looks good for what it is i, I can't lie I, I it looks interesting and and I, like i said i'll probably look into it or at least watch somebody play it for a little while before i decide to buy it right. um but then they hit with god of war ragnarok and it wasn't just it wasn't just a cinematic trailer although there was lots of cinematics but there wasn't just a cinematic trailer there was gameplay in it and Oh, it was just, oh man, the last God of War was just so beautiful. It was just such a great game. And this one just looks like, I can't even say more of the same. It's like more of the same, but more of the same and more and better and like expanded. Yeah. Uh, like, so after they dropped all of these, they also had like interviews with the, 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 with the devs on certain games. And for this one, they basically said, instead of six realms that you get to uh, traverse, like in the last game, you get to traverse all nine realms of the Norse, of the, the of Norse mythology. So you're going to get to all of them, all the ones that, the, the three that were cut off from you last last time, Jotunheim, um, and and I believe the one for the dwarves, I think that's Nephilim or whatever. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you, you get to go to all of them. Um, there's some returning friends and I just, uh, and, and it's just, just looks like such a good game. Like the, the last game was just freaking, it, it blew my mind that when you re, when you were, when you could reboot a game, you could do it that well. 
and still keep the bones about the original. Right. So yeah, there's this just the game looks fantastic. I can't wait. And then the next one they drop <laughs> gassed everybody's head, and it was fantastic because every reaction that I saw, and it's because they dropped it before Insomniac dropped a less than less than a minute trailer cinematic trailer of a wolverine game that was that was the one that caught my interest the most i'll be honest um again i i'm not the video game dude i'll probably end up if somebody gets it or if i get a chance to to play it i'll check it out but that cinematic trailer was awesome it was really really cool my man is just sitting and apparently because the you know, I you you know how you sent me the breakdown for for the Shang Chi, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I watch breakdowns of everything, so I watched the breakdown of that. He's in the princess bar, so he's in Madripoor. Oh, okay. So I'm hoping that Madripoor that. is the actual setting. That would be fantastic. Um, it's Insomniac. They just did the the Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales, and uh, so if it's open world, open world in Madripoor would be. Again, fantastic. Yeah. Um, even if it's not open world, it's the I feel like the fighting is going to be ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it was a very very stunning trailer for for being so simple because it opened with Insomniac and and people thought it was about to see Spider Man Two trailer, and then they, they and then I was like I was like as soon as I, saw, I was like wait a minute, that dude sitting at the bar ain't no Peter. This ain't no Spider-Man game. I was like, I don't know. I was like, yo, that hat. Yo, that was like, yo, is this a wolf? This is a, and a dude got up with the knife and tried to walk up on my man Logan who already had bloody knuckles, bar all laid out. Man, listen, I, oh, that was such a lovely sound. Yeah. I can't wait for this game. I can't wait to see what they do. Um, And uh, the last one was Spider-Man 2 narrated by craven the hunter yeah that's uh that's big news for anybody who loved those first two games um yo i don't know what the story's gonna be but that trailer was cool so here's a couple of things that i i i i'm i'm i can i'm gonna speculate on in the last game when you played through uh the um city that never sleeps dlc all three of them, you get to team up with Black Cat at certain points. Uh-huh. And she's an NPC, but she she can do takedown moves with her and stuff like that. I feel like one of two things is going to happen. They're definitely going to do that with you and Miles or Miles and Peter, depending on who you're playing as, because I know they're going to have you go back and forth. Right. But what if they did something along the lines of the Arkham games where they have side missions where you play as one character and you have co-op with the other character, but only on these side missions? And it's completely, completely um, optional. Like these are side missions that you could go on to fight other bosses, like fight other villains. but if you go on these missions, you could have someone with you or you could have someone with you playing as Miles on these missions. Otherwise, they will be AI. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. I mean, I, not, I throughout don't... The, not throughout the main story, just no, these yeah. side missions. So say, okay, so we know we, you're fighting Craven, and we know we're fighting um at the end of the trailer. Craven's been asking for a rival, someone to to truly to truly test his abilities, and he asks if anyone will finally give him this this test, and Venom responds with, "Yes, we will." Voiced yeah. by Tony Todd, no less. Yeah, that was that was the that was the money shot there for me. And he, that was yeah, really cool. and he came out of the shadows and oh, and I'm just like, all right, so you got those two villains, we know that, all right, fine. So what if? For, for example, we go off to fight um, Scorpion again, but so you know, but solo on his own, and we have to go through a series of smaller missions. And on those smaller missions, we can have either the AI or the co-op, and then we get to a big boss battle with that person, and you could do a big boss, crazy AI boss battle, or maybe like Spencer Smythe or something like that with some freaking. Uh, 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 spider slayers or something you know something just crazy that you could do with two people on the side yeah but i i digress the, the game i'm looking forward to we already know there's going to be team up attacks because they show one so like i said ai assisted no matter what right but man we know we're going to get to play as both of them both of their suits look nice and spiffy and changed a little bit updated and there's and 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 both of these games are PS5 exclusives, and they're only they, going to be on the a, PS5. Did they give dates for those yet? Um, Spider-Man is 2023. They said, and um, they, they gave no date on Wolverine. So Wolverine is in early development. Yeah, but these know. dudes, these dudes, when they say early development, they like they move because. If they've already got the balls enough to announce this right now, they know they're going to have to have something by like summer of next year to show somebody. Right. So they may, they're, it they're, may they're, drop a year. But they don't later, rush. But... but they don't rush. And that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah Insomniac is glitchy stuff. Insomniac is on their shit. I mean, they already put out. Like I said, they put out Miles Morales last year when the game with when the system came out. They put out Ratchet and Clank this year. So you know they were working on Ratchet and Clank while they were working on Miles Morales, which means they were basically working on both of those while they were finishing up Spider-Man. Right. So yeah. I'm looking forward to all of these games, man. <laughs> I really, really am. Oh gosh. Things yeah, I'm, are just uh, moving. I'm excited. I, 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 I'm excited to see what you think of them because, like I said, I will probably try to play Wolverine when it comes out. Spider-Man 2, again, I've only played the other Spider-Mans a handful of times. I don't even know that I – I think I'm lying. I don't think I played the Miles Morales one. I played the original one. I don't think I played the Miles Morales one. Miles Morales but, is so much fun. Yeah, I did. the first one was really cool, and the Miles Morales one, I heard you talk about how great it is. So, um, obviously, it'll just be more of the same. But then again, like you said, opening it up and, you know, more bells, more whistles, more villains, more story. Yeah. And they did such a good job with the story last time that I'm just. And like I said, because I know it's not, not a movie, it's not a video. I mean, it's not a comic book. 
or whatever, when something happens, it actually hits. And I'm like, because they're not retconning that. They can't change that. Right. They yeah. come back in the next game and be like, well, this is what actually happened. Yeah. People die. They die for real. There's some stakes. Oh, man. I'm not even going to get into that. First time <laughs> in a long time a video game made me fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, The next thing we had on the list here, um, obviously, our first episode, we talked about He-Man and the new Masters of the Universe that came out. We are now told that there is a series in the works at Amazon for a live action She-Ra. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was a boy and I was pretty much focused on He-Man. I knew who She-Ra was. She showed up in a few of the late episodes. Um, but the fact that they're making a live action gives me hope that they're going to make a live action He-Man eventually. So I'm interested in that for that reason, almost, you know, alone. But I guess for girls and for young, young girls and young women to be able to have a live action She-Ra is pretty cool. I mean, I know that my wife, she was on the later age for the She-Ra thing, but she also, that's a big touchstone for her. So I think that girls just in general, I think know She-Ra and I think it's big enough a big enough name that it's going to get an audience when it does, if, and when it does come out. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'll check it out when it comes out for sure. I'm, I still need to watch the animated show because I heard that I keep still hearing good things about that. So the fact that that did well, makes, it makes complete sense. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, want, to know, I want to know which version they're doing. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to come up with. All I know is that sh that cartoon that came out, I wasn't crazy about the art style. Um, it looked a little too, from just from the trailer I saw, it looked a little too young for my taste. But then again, you know. The I'm content sure isn't. The content is not, you say? It, 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 it goes to some dark and it goes into some rather deep stuff, so. Oh, okay. See, I I was just basing it purely on the trailer. I, was I will like, say oh, that doesn't look like it's for me, but then again, I might be wrong. So yeah, I have to I have to try to check that out at some point and see if it's you know if it's up my alley. But the live action uh, for Amazon, I'm definitely going to keep my ears open and see when that's happening because I'll I'll check that out for sure. Mm hmm. And uh, they didn't obviously. This is the first news of it. They have nothing about casting or anything like that. But or it'll be interesting to see who they go with. What was that? I said or dates or anything either. No, that, nothing. It's this was just. Yeah, it's in the works. <laughs> kind of like our next story, which everything is always in the works now. Mm -hmm. And now the latest HBO Max. It's like every single week we got this now. HBO Max. It has a Penguin spinoff series in development. Now, they're stating it's a spinoff from The Batman, the film The Batman, with so, Colin so Farrell. Does, I mean, it's a, so are we looking at a Colin Farrell? Yeah, that he is in, in talks to reprise his role from the movie in his own standalone show. Okay. That's the, that's the story I don't even want to say it's it doesn't seem like it's a rumor. It seems like they're coming out and saying it's in 
it's in development and he's in talks to reprise the role. So again, this is, they're all over the map, dude. I don't know what they're doing. Every week they got a new show. This is coming. That's coming. This person's reprising from this movie. This one's coming from this movie. I don't know what they're doing, but again, it's, it's something that if it does come to fruition, I'll watch it because I like Gotham and I like, you know, the Batman universe. And even though I haven't seen the movie, the Batman, it looks fantastic mm-hmm. from that trailer. And yes, um, I'm super pumped for that. Can't wait for that to come out. Um, when is that supposed to come out next year? Uh, when was that? I think it was coming out. What was it? I think it was mid mid next year. Hang on. I'll check it out. But I mean, we didn't get a new trailer for that. So we still have a lot. We still have some time. I'm, I'm thinking 2022. They're saying bah, 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 March 4th, 2022. Oh, cool. Birthday. All right. See, I know what I'm doing for my birthday. So, yeah, but then again, who knows with the changing schedules and stuff, but right now it's set as March 4th, 2022. Um, just from that one trailer, I'm super stoked for it. I can't wait for that movie to come out. Um, a lot of people, you know, had their opinions on Robert Pattinson, but I think that trailer kind of shut everybody up because that trailer looks badass. See, um, I, I thought it was all right, and then I watched Tenet, and then I was like, yeah, now nah, he could do this. He's been good in the last five movies I've seen him in. I, I, haven't, <clears throat> I, I, I haven't watched The Lighthouse yet. Lighthouse, he's fantastic in it. Um, that movie's basically just a play. Um, it's just him and Will. Yeah, it is. And uh, what is the other one? Was it called Cos- is it Cosmopolis? What the hell was the other movie? He, he plays basically Bruce Wayne, which is the hell was that movie called? Uh, crap. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I think nah, I might be wrong. I don't think it's Cosmo. Maybe it is Cosmopolis. What the fuck is it called? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it was Cosmopolis. He, it's a David Cronenberg movie, and he basically plays like a millionaire kind of like lonely millionaire <laughs> and he does it really well and he's in suits the whole time and he looks just like Bruce Wayne um so i i saw him in a in another movie where he was completely like the, the dude honestly is like a chameleon because you see him in that cosmopolis movie and he's it's kind of like a uh what is the word i'm looking for it's kind of like everything's empty. It's it's a very it's a very sparing performance. He doesn't do a lot. He doesn't say a lot. There's it's like he's in a lot of empty rooms and stuff. And then he's in a movie called Good Time that was by the Safdie brothers, and he just plays like kind of a strung out like whacked out dude from new york who's trying to basically get his brother out of trouble Mm -hmm. and he's you can't tell that he's british and he's fantastic in the movie honestly he's really 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 good and then you see him in the lighthouse 
and the devil all the time where he's playing like this preacher guy and he's completely unrecognizable. He's just, he's been great in the last, like I said, five or six movies I've seen him in. He's been awesome. So I think he's going to, you know, knock it out of the park. Um, and then when you're talking about somebody like uh, Colin Farrell, he's another guy who, as much as people say he's just like a good looking actor guy, I've no, seen him in a, a lot of movies and he's really good. Yeah, he's a he's a great actor and he's and he's he's a freaking he's underrated and he is a freaking chameleon. Like when yeah. he gets into character, he gets into freaking character. I mean, him in uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Have you ever seen that? Yes. He is. I mean, you talk about you were just talking about crying. I was bawling my eyes out at that movie with his relationship with his daughter in that movie. Oh, my God. It's he was so good in it and playing such a uh, such a mess of a character, but also like trying to be someone that his daughter could look up to and love at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was was really, really good in that movie. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to see if this does, in fact, happen, uh, especially if Colin Farrell's coming back because I like him a lot. Um, But then again, just like all these other ones, I guess we'll have to wait and see because they've now said that they're going to do what? I think this is maybe the fifth or sixth one that we've brought up. And I mean, not to say that they couldn't make all these movies because they own all the rights to all these characters and they have availability on their own platform and all that stuff. It's just with DC's record of people dropping out, things getting moved, things getting dropped off schedules. I will believe it when I see it. So we'll just have to wait and see what else comes out from that. Just like we are all the others. And, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully it does come to fruition, but I, at this point in time, I don't know. All I can say is I will watch it if it does in fact come out. And now moving on from something that I will watch when it comes out to something that I absolutely have no interest in at all, but we will talk about it. Um, The Matrix Resurrections trailer came out, and a lot of people are very excited about it. And I think Brian has something that he wants to say about this movie. I'm I'm just look. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm going to go see it. I'm definitely going to go see it. But do you like the other movies? I. I disliked most of the second movie. I didn't hate the third. I actually enjoyed the third. You sound like I me liked, talking about Titans. <laughs> I liked the I liked the ending of it. I haven't seen them in a really long time either. But I know the first one was just, you know, I enjoy everyone enjoyed the first one, but the second one was just like like the second one it was to me the second one was it was more like Batman versus Superman for me where it was like I enjoyed parts of it. I liked things about it. I didn't enjoy the necessarily the whole through through storyline of it. I but I did like the way they wrapped it up. So I I yes the 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 freaking Christ imagery was just ridiculous and oh and just way over top. But I 
I still enjoyed I still enjoyed the story and the way they ended it and even the way they they like tied up things like uh the the, the death of the woman that played the oracle in the first two movies and and everything else like I, I enjoyed things like that um I enjoyed the philosophical aspects of it for sure um but yeah I did I ever see there was going to be another one coming no when they announced it I was like why but <laughs> when I saw the trailer I was like okay so okay I, I will watch this and i like their marketing campaign with it because throughout the week they were dropping these little yeah. mini trailers and then like right before the day before the trailer came out they dropped the website and the website basically had a red and blue pill depending on where you went and if you took the one pill it was all of the 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 red tinged trailers that are done by um um young morpheus played by yaya abdul mateen the second who is all over the freaking place yeah that dude that dude's um, everywhere man and and good for him and um and the second um one was the blue pill and you get all the blue tinged trailers put together and those were narrated by neil patrick harris who was playing a psychiatrist in the film and when you clicked on either one, depending on whenever you, no matter what time you watched it, they would say the exact time that you're watching it. I did see that. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. The fact that they had them record literally like every minute <laughs> like of the day for 24 hours. Yeah. So, but I, I think that that aspect of this movie is done. Well, the, the marketing, um, like I said, I have zero interest in this. I will say when the first one came out, I saw it in the movies at the time. I thought it was very cool. I liked it a lot. On rewatches, it's lost a lot. A lot of movies from that era um, have kind of just lost their they're luster. S- they're stuck in that era. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I can't. I can't say, and I won't take away the fact that it was groundbreaking. They did a lot of things that were never done before, the bullet time, all that stuff, the wire work. But that movie is a very uh, spectacle over substance. There's not a whole lot to hold on to in that movie, at least from a story standpoint. Um, The second one I saw in the movies as well. I think I saw all three in the movies, to be honest. The second one, I like you said, there's parts in it that are cool, like visually cool, like the the stairs, the staircase scene where they're fighting and when they're on the highway and stuff like that. I thought that the idea of glitches in the system being like ghosts and werewolves and vampires and shit was cool. Looking back at that with, you know, just some hindsight, it's not as cool. It's like an idea. And if they I don't know, it just wasn't executed very well. I've only seen that movie twice, I think. And the last time was maybe five or six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. I tried to rewatch them all. The third one is almost unwatchable for me. I think it's completely boring and completely stupid. And I hated the ending. And I know that's in contradiction to what you're saying. But I just thought it was just a big waste of time. And I didn't even on the rewatches that I did, I couldn't even get through it because I was like, I don't care about this. It was mostly to the point where they're at the end and it's all the machines all lined up. And I'm like, I don't, I couldn't, couldn't get through it. I just didn't give a shit. Um, And then when I found out that they were making another one, I'm like, you have a trilogy. 
And it's almost like they made three on purpose originally, like kind of to be in line with that Holy Trinity thing. So I'm like, well, then why are we doing another one? You know, I just didn't, I couldn't really wrap my they're doing, mind cause, around cause, it. Because they're doing two. Uh, it just, uh, what, like, well, what does that do? a and a duology. Yeah, but why? What does that I have any symbolism? I, I listen, because, 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 because the Matrix hit them. I guess. I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, I Lana Wachowski felt the Neo spirit. But really, though, like, I don't know. No, and seriously, I'm, that's the only reason why. I like I, Lana Wachowski felt the Neo spirit and felt like I'm, I'm you know what? I want to go back there. And that's the only reason why. And it was good enough that 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 Keanu was on board for it. At, like, it, that's the only reason why this is happening. Nobody was clear. Like you said, nobody was clamoring for it. No, that's I don't know. And I could be, you know, it's for somebody. I'm sure somebody's going to like this movie. Like, I know. I know. I know. Like, Will's Will is Will is drooling for this shit. Really? He loves the Matrix. He loves all three of the Matrix movies. Like he he like like he he he, he those are his shit. Those are really his shit. That is his thing. That is his like he loves that. And I'm like, I enjoyed it, but it's not like. Like I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed the Animatrix. I actually enjoyed the Animatrix more than I enjoyed some of the other movies. But I, 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 I thought the lore that they built was interesting, and I thought it was. I, I enjoyed the world they built, but I wasn't like as, as deep as him. My thing is, is that, like I said, I read stuff, I watch stuff after stuff happens. So people are out there going, "Well, it feels like." They're reading too deep into shit again. And I hate when people do that because they're reading too deep into like, like, like they're basically because, because the, the, the blur come out saying like saying that this was a, a, a sequel to the original movies and, and to the original movie and everything. Oh, so they're not, they're not counting the sequels as Canon. Uh, uh, yeah, they are counting them as Canon because parts of the freaking sequel are in the trailer you see neo's body dead with the burnt out eyes from the end of the last movie so you can't say that they didn't that didn't happen they happen so don't jump to conclusions and start like like people are just some people are just they just calm but down. that that has been a trend as of late where these movies well, are acting like these other sequels never happened like, i i agree you know, which is annoying to me uh, honestly but. I, I agree but that only that only that is only tolerable to me with horror, horror movies because with certain horror movies they just went nut and they kind of just started to suck and they just didn't make any sense and they just they just were just like michael myers ones i'm sorry you can watch them you can enjoy them but they they were kind of crap they really, they really I, i'll agree a lot of them were but let's here's my thing just because they were crap doesn't mean they didn't happen. So maybe take the time to be a little creative and figure out a way to to kind of to make him undead dead again. Make it and, and make then, it something new as instead of just going, nope, that never happened. This is picking up from this time. It's like, and especially the fact that they cut out part two, which is one of the best. And they're like, oh, only the first one happened. It's like why like i don't know okay 
Well, if that's the case, then they could basically say that it they could just pull a they could pull a Star Trek and it's just an alternate timeline. Something. Yeah, but it's a little harder to do with with a horror movie that's supposed to be set in quote unquote actual, you know, reality. It's well, yeah, not, that's what I'm it's saying. Not space. So they're not they're not going into time travel so and is, space travel and shit. That's what I'm saying. This is an alternate telling of the story where basically he got locked up at the end of the first one. And then this is what's happening now, as opposed to all the crazy shit that happened in the middle of all the other ones. Yeah. And honestly, the third one, obviously, it's in not even connected. really not even connected. At the same time, four and five are actually pretty good. They when they introduce his niece. Those ones aren't bad. If you go back and rewatch them, they're not too bad. I like them actually more than I like Resurrection and H2O and all that shit. Oh, of uh, course, yeah. But Re- Resurrection and H2O were the, the really, really crappy ones. Yeah, they're they're not good. I mean, to be clear, they... After the second one, all kind of suck, to be honest. But, and the new one, let's uh, also, while I'm on record here... That new one's garbage, too. So I hate that fucking movie. I hate it with a passion. And this this sequel to that, this Halloween Kills, can fuck off. I, I don't give a fuck about that movie. It looks so stupid to me. The fact that they threw it all in the trailer, they showed almost every single kill. They showed how he got out of the burning house from the last one. It's all fucking, I, I don't care. I never, I'll that's, never watch see, it. But that's the marketing people. And that's not, and, and, and that's the messed up part because I found, I mean, I found out when it comes to a lot of these movies, the people, the people that are make the, mar- that, that like make the trailers and marketing aren't, aren't they, they're, they don't, they, the people that make the movies aren't the people that make the trailers. Sure. I understand that. At the same time, that movie, that Halloween re, whatever you want to call that sequel reboot, whatever it was that came out two years ago or whatever is a I, I still steaming have pile of shit. It's awful. And it was good up until a point. And then I went, oh, they're doing something really fucking dumb. And I can't believe they're doing this. And it's fucking terrible. And there's still people who like it. And that's fine to each their own. But I think it's fucking horrible. They liked it enough that this second one got made. They don't even not even one. They greenlit two more movies. This this one that's coming out and another one. Oh, on. And that's like. What kind of stakes does your movie have if the opening week, I think it was the opening weekend of the first one, they were like, oh, they also greenlit these two. It's like, then you fucking, there's no point. There's no point in even having this movie because you know what's going to happen at the end of the movie. He's going to survive. And then even at the end of the second movie, there's no stakes there because you know he's going to survive that too. It's marketing bullshit. I hate it. I know. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not marketing. I'm just saying it's fucking terrible. And even if that movie was good, I I would have a different thought on this, but that movie's fucking crap. And if you guys have different feelings, let me know, you know, go to the Facebook page, go to GSLW pod at gmail.com and let me know, but I'm not wrong. So come at me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you, if you, if you want to debate this, I'm, I'm all, I'm all ears because you can't say that's a good movie and with a straight face to me. It's just, it's impossible. I, I haven't seen it. You got to get I, on I that because we, we asked. I, I would like to hear what you think about it. I just, 
there's friends of mine who love the Halloween franchise and say that that movie is good. And then once you're like, is it really good? No, it's just he's back and you're happy that he's back. And that's that's fine, too. You know, if you're a fan of something, fine. But to say that movie's good is just it's not true. It's fucking terrible. It's a bad movie. Um, but I I rambled on about that longer. That than being I was said, you're to. allowed to like bad movies. You're allowed to. I like Titans, so fuck me, right? Um, but I like good things too. Good things like this episode of What If, episode five, which I gotta say it was my second favorite in in all the episodes they've come out with so far. What, what were your thoughts? I enjoyed it, but I was a little disappointed. Disappointed in what? I wanted, I wanted, I wanted them to be the like Marvel zombies. That was one of the things that made the Marvel zombies. Oh, good. okay. Then Marvel zombies, all the characters still have their personalities. They're a little twisted, but they have their personalities. They they have the, all their faculties. They talk. They 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 know exactly what's going on. And I kind of wanted that. That would have been some great dialogue. Yeah, it definitely would have given it. Uh bigger stakes with having you know spider-man talking to iron man and him not being really able to pull the trigger and and put him down and that would have made that would have made it more interesting i'll agree with that because and it would have been real and it would have been it wouldn't and that's the thing you're saying that but it would have been heartwarming heartbreaking but it would have been like twisted too because he was mr stark why are you doing this why are you doing this i he's like I don't want to do it, Peter, but I'm just so hungry. It's like you you just don't understand how hungry we are. And it's just like that, that would have, yo, that it, mm, 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 yeah, that would have been pretty cool. I, uh, mm, that, that, but then again, that ending, I'm not even going to say anything, I'm not spoiling it. Me yeah, that ending, was that like, ending yo, was that, awesome. that's that yo, are you serious? <laughs> like, like yeah, that was cool. Um the I guess the whole episode had some good, great, good stuff. It did. I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed everything about it. The one thing I'll say is that that Bucky line was kind of cold, dude. Kind of cold-blooded. It took something that's from the original canon and like made it mean-spirited. And I was like, fuck, I don't like that. But it, I mean, it's before they got to. It's before they got to bond. I still, you, even in. All right, let's let's stop dancing around this. So, the I'm with you till the end of the line. The the line from, even the first Captain America, the the first Avenger, has been in play. Then, even in. The Winter Soldier, when he comes back, he's brainwashed. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different line. But yeah, no. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cold. So he just kind of fucking chucks him off the the fucking train. And he's like, I guess this is the end of the line. I'm like, fuck, dude, that was kind of cold blooded. Like, you guys are best friends. And even in even all that time had gone by and he was brainwashed, even when. Steve says it to Bucky in Winter Soldier. It kind of resonates with him. You know what I mean? Even though he's been through all this and it's all this time's gone by, it's something that they have between them. And that that line kind of evokes something in both of them. So 
I thought that to twist that and make it so mean spirited was kind of. I don't of think shitty. it was. See, but I don't really think it was mean spirited. I, I think he, he was, didn't say it I, in like a in like a heart like heartbroken way. He just said it in a matter of factly like almost like a <laughs> like he, an he action kind of matter of fact minor. person at that point. He didn't. He doesn't. Yes, I, I guess he doesn't right. have. He's not exactly all at all about his emotions. True, but with with Cap, he always has been. Not really. All he did at this point, at, at this point, you got to remember, they did it from a specific point in the timeline. So at this point, the only, and this is the thing that I, that I confused about, because it's like he's out of Wakanda. He has his arm, but how? And he's with, and he's with, and he's with T'Challa. Not with T'Challa, but he, so, okay. So he's he's no longer brainwashed, but he's still not healed. He's still not. He's not exactly a chatty person. He's not exactly going to be a chatty Kathy. He's not exactly going to be a. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's blunt at this point. I mean, look at him at the beginning of Winter Soldier. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's dealing with. Falcon, he's not dealing with Steve. Him and Steve. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about who he's with. Just period. Like with he's when he's with anybody, with just like he's he's still just very matter of fact. He was never yeah. really he was never really an emotional person, even with Steve. Even at even with Steve, even during Civil War, like it was. Yeah, they. they it was. It was the mutual respect, but it was never. Oh, thank you, Steve. Oh, you know what I mean? It was, it was never. So at that point, it would have literally been like, I, you're, this is. It should have been sadder. I will say that. Yeah, I don't know. That, 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 that line just hit me wrong. I don't know what it is. I, um, I, what it what line were you? Sadder, but it, 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 it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like he was saying it like in cold yeah i thought i thought it was i thought it was it sounded cold-blooded to me you know what i mean like again he could just be so fucking you know dead to everything because he's been dealing with these fucking zombies for this long but i would think that when you have when you're confronted with a zombie version of your basically your brother or the closest thing you have to a brother you would have a little more compassion than that Again, that might have just been my reading of it, but that's how I felt. What what was the uh, line that you were talking about? But some of the some of the some of the things that 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 here's the thing. I as much as I enjoy this show and I I get and I love getting the actual voices, some of the readings by the 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 um the cast come off strange no matter what. Hmm. So I to me that just might have been like one of those situations where like it should have come off sadder than it did it, and it didn't because there's Maybe. stuff sometimes when i'm hearing mark ruffalo and i'm just like it just sounds weird coming out of the animated and i don't know why it's like because he looks like him but something's yeah. just wrong and i don't know what it is and it's like i don't know if it's the reading or what like maybe it's because they're so used to actually being acting actors that their voice acting isn't as up to par as it should be i yeah. don't know 
but something just feels off with some of the some of the the line readings in that show in general to me. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I just that that struck as, me odd. As for the other line, it was the uh the one about Falcon. Where he's like, I should be sad, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But that was almost like a jab at him, like, and their playful, fun kind of going back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess. And I don't remember how he read that. I was more stuck on the other one. So I'll have to. It was literally just, I should be sad, but I'm not. And I'm like. Yeah. Hmm. But, but then again, it. that's that's also before they had a chance to bond in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that kind of makes a little bit more sense to me, mm-hmm. at least. Um, not, but either way, I, I like and I really, really liked the hope line at the end. Yes. And I think it's isn't it odd that they're like leaning so hard into hope as a character in this show? Is that just me? I mean, she's only been really pinpointed in two episodes, but I think it's and I think weird. that's. I think they're trying to, I think they are doing that to sort of like make sure that we know that she's going to be around for the next one, the next movie yeah. and everything too. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I just thought it was odd. that like, she, she didn't, because kind of obviously she didn't have a lot of role. She didn't have a very large role in, um, in uh, Avengers. Right. I mean, she was in the end game for, you know, like the finale. The, the final battle. Yeah. But yeah, but Scott was around for the I mean, not yeah, but Scott was around for the whole entire movie, basically. Right. And and was clutch in everything that happened. So true. Like it's it, it's almost like just want to solid- make sure that people know that, yeah, she's still around. It's still important. Still badass. OK, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I did like the the interaction between her and uh, Peter Parker. I thought that was really cool. Um. The fact that they're solidifying Scarlet Witch as a villain and even Vision to a certain point, um, I thought that that was interesting. I think they're trying to gear people more towards seeing her as a possible bad guy so it's not so out of fucking left field when it mm-hmm. happens because it's eventually going to happen. We all know that. Um, but that that makes more sense. Um but yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. I got to rewatch it. I haven't had the chance this week. I've just been busy, but um, I definitely want to rewatch it because I really enjoyed it uh, much much more than the last episode. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. And the next one's going to be, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? Which, which should be interesting. Very interesting. Don't know how they're going to play it. I guess he's part of the conflict that was over there during the war that they're having i don't know they're, they're gonna have they're going i like actually that each each story kind of branches further off from like actual mcu events uh-huh like the first one was very much this was very much captain america movie just with slight de- diff- um deviations yeah and then the second one was was uh obviously with large deviations for the Star Lord one, but even wow. still, then there were like parallels just, to the other movie. Yeah, exactly. And with each with each uh, success of one, they get further and further and further away. Like, and, and and they keep showing some 
and I like that. I'm, I, I feel like this one, the next one is probably going to play not lighter, but more upbeat. Yeah. Because it feels like they're like, all right, we did two. Yeah, they have done like two. Before we hit two. you with the heavy. They just yeah. dropped a, um, a mid-season uh, trailer with new clips and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I watched that too. So, yeah, it shows more uh, multiversal Avenger stuff. So yeah. that's um, definitely going to go down. Yeah, I'm excited. What do we got? Five more, six more, something like that. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, uh, so yeah that that was a that was a good episode. I can't wait till next episode. And then the last thing we have for this week to talk about is that new Hawkeye trailer. That was, it was so fun. Yeah, such a fun trailer. Like, I didn't know what the tone of the show was going to be. We kind of talked about it a little bit, um, and you know what our opinion was, and it kind of hit it right on right on the head, like he's basically dealing with the ramifications of what he did during his time as Ronan. Mm -hmm. So that's cool that they're going to go there. But the fact that Haley Steinfeld's character is actually stepping in as Ronan, um, that's interesting because typically before it was Echo, correct, in the comics. Um, and she is going to be in this uh, series as which, well. So we'll see how that which works. Which we could still get because someone made the theory like, what if, Clint got it from Echo, and now Echo is back because there's someone else running around in it that she knows isn't Clint. Yeah, that, that could work, too. Or they just happen to, you know, she gets involved, and they just happen to give her the mantle at the end. That would work as well. Um, I do like the fact that they are pulling some of the stuff with the mafia going after him from the uh, my little Jesus. I always forget the name of this book. Hawkeye, my life is a weapon. My life as yeah. a weapon. My life, something like that. Um, which was a good, a good one-off. The Matt Fraction, David Matt ah, Fraction run. Yeah, they, they seem but to be that taking team. Some that stuff team there. produced two really good books that year because they they did that same. They did that the same year they did Immortal Iron Fish. Oh, okay. And it was I, I I I it was great. It was both of them were great. So yeah, those were so good, so good. So, um, so I, I mean, I that, like that that car chase was straight out of that comic. Yep. Um, there was a couple of things that were straight out of that comic that I saw in there. And they're also from the uh, poster that they released. They're uh, going to put Lucky the Pizza Dog in there, too. So that's cool. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, I'm just actually I, I know before I've said that, like, my first choice for Hawkeye wouldn't have been Jeremy Renner. Like, yes, he's been in all these movies. He's kind of, he is that character now. I get that. But I do like Jeremy Renner as an action guy. Mm -hmm. So seeing him in this, like running around in a building, things are blowing up. He's jumping out of windows. I think that's pretty cool and it fits him pretty well. So I'm excited to see that. Um, I didn't know that Vera Farmiga was in this. Um, I saw her quickly and then I looked it up and she's playing Kate Bishop's mother, apparently. Yep. So but that shot of her made her look like a villain, didn't it? Yep. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but it was very quick. I was like, oh, who the hell is she playing? Is she playing some kind of villain I'm not aware of? And then it said Kate Bishop's mom. And I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't this, don't know. This show should be really interesting because it'll be very different from everything else they put out so far. It'll be yeah. the most grounded of the shows. That's for damn sure. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely definitely looking forward to that. And that comes out November-ish, November 24th, I think it was. Yeah, um, 23rd, like, I think. Yeah, and yeah. like basically on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And the fact that it's set around Christmas time is pretty cool. Um, haven't seen that in a in a MCU movie since Iron Man three. I so love the Rogers. A- I love the Captain America Rogers play. Yeah, that was Rogers that was cool. the musical. Yeah, that was cool. We um, even got a shot of it in the in the in the movie. I mean, in the trailer, I should say. Yeah, yeah, them being on stage and stuff. So yeah, I can't wait for that. It looks really good. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it did. That's as soon as I think. I don't know if I responded to you or somebody else sent sent it to me, and I was like, "Man, that was a fun trailer. That was a really fun trailer." <clears throat> so I can't wait for that. You know, um, they'll probably be talking about that up at like New York Comic Con because it'll be right around the time. Okay. Yeah, Actually, so- you know, what we should probably try to do this this year since things are opening back up. We gotta actually meet each other in person. So maybe I will make a trip up to New York Comic Con this year, and we can finally actually meet in person. Wait, this year? Yeah, it's a little late to be getting tickets. Not this. Well, you know what I mean. The next time it comes up. Well, maybe you know. See, this is the thing that I was smiling so largely about at the beginning of the podcast, and I said I was gonna tell you, and I wasn't gonna. I was just gonna bring it up. Because someone, because I have a friend, he's an artist and he goes, he goes and draw and he goes and he draws, but he also, um, he just likes to go to New York Comic Con. So he took a picture and put it on Facebook of his past for Saturday. Oh yeah, that's great. I was like, I should get back on that. And then I go, oh no. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. Podcast equals press pass. Oh, wow. We should go. We should awesome. get press passes for next year. That would be and, awesome. And 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 guess what that means, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry to brag, but it means we go for free. <laughs> for as many days. As we want. If it's free, it's for me. I'm de- well. I would go for as many days as we want. Ooh. I've done this before. It was awesome. Four days of it for absolutely free. Walk in, walk out whenever you freaking want. Love it. You know what the best part about press with about a press pass is? What's that? Press day. What happens in press day? Thursday is press day. The entire floor is open to just press and VIP card holders only. Ah. Walk around the entire floor as much as you want without having to bump elbows with anybody. Get first dibs at all. Of the merchandise. That's pretty awesome. And when I say first dibs, because they have it all out there for sale. So if you see something on press day and you want it and you don't think it'll be there on Thursday or or Friday or Saturday, buy that right now. Huh? Oh, yeah. This is a good idea. I like this. It is. This is why I was smiling so big because I was like, oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going, (laughs) going back back to nycc <laughs> like seriously yeah, that's gotta that happen was some of the best fun i ever had going doing that for beyond hollywood man like seriously and i was i was always mad that i couldn't come back and report more shit but i was like i'm only one person yeah like you need like a crew to be able to do 
the reporting that other places do. I, the, the way they're able to do that is they have like 15 people. Mm-hmm. And they send five people, they send three people to go to this panel. They send two people to go to this panel. And they send this person to do this. And then they send like four people to just walk the fucking floors. It's just like, I, man, listen. So yeah, we're going to do this for next year. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, I'm definitely in for that. All right. We the only I know the only caveat is, and it's not a caveat, but we actually have to come back and then like do an episode, literally just like not an ep- episode, but we have to like come back and be like, we went to Comic Con and we did da 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 da. Yeah, just basically actually report on the thing that you said you're yeah. going to report on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, don't just go have a good time, buy shit, and then come back and don't talk about it. You gotta tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's doable. I think we're able to do that. So yes, we are going to try to get that set up for next time. That sounds next year. That sounds awesome. All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. Next next year, you will be hearing more about this. <laughs> Man, listen. I mean, no, they're going to be hearing out because I'm going to find out about it, and, and then I'm going to start looking into it because I, I, if we get that going, whoo. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I haven't been to a con in seven years now it's going on. That was the last time I was in San Diego. When 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 was the first? What was the first con you have ever been to? Like, how old were you? Oh, I was I was an adult. I was probably twenty nine or thirty at the time. Uh, so twelve years ago, thirteen years ago. Um, is that right? Twenty nine. Yeah. Um, so about thirteen years ago, and I went to the Philadelphia one. And it was cool. I liked it. It was fun. It was the wizard world. Um, But then my wife, for my birthday one year, got me San Diego Comic-Con tickets. And I was like, oh, my God. Because we were going out there for to uh, meet up with family out there. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go out and meet up with family. And by the way, I got you these tickets. So you have a four-day pass for the whole time. And it was... It was amazing. It was probably the coolest thing that has ever happened to me. Non my jaws on the floor, people. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. I mean, honestly, that place. And I say it all the time. If I am ever lucky enough to retire, I'm retiring San Diego. I will be going there because it's perfect weather. Everybody out there, super nice, super awesome. Again, you're all going for the same thing at that point in time. So maybe they're a little more nice uh, than they typically are. But I mean, I had a great time out there. And um, just I think I told you the story. I was walking across the street the first morning, or was it the first morning, Friday morning, or no, the second morning, Friday morning, I was walking out uh, across the street. I was wearing a Batman shirt, and this other guy was wearing a Batman shirt. And he's like, Hey, are you going to Hall H? 
And I said, I wasn't going there right now. Why should I? He's like, yeah, we got to get in line right away. If you want to be in, in line for Hall H, he's like, you can hang out with me and my friends. I was like, really? That's awesome. So went there, hung out with these guys, became friends with them. Um, super duper inviting, very, very nice dudes. Um, and basically camped out and hung out in the line all day and talking and seeing all the people walking by and saw Norman Reedus and saw uh, uh, Andrew Lincoln back when Walking Dead was huge. Nice. Um, Andy Circus came by and said hello in the middle of the night, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I couldn't have had a better time my first year. And then the following year, since I was already on like if you go you're already on the list for the next year. And I went the next year as well. And the next year was cool because I didn't have to kind of like after you go to Disney for the first time, you don't have to do everything. You could just pick your spots and do what you want. So that was real cool. I got to do a lot of smaller things. I got to do a lot of trivia um, things and a lot of uh, interviews and panels and stuff like that, that I wouldn't have the first year. Cause I was trying to see the big stuff the first year. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great time. Both, both years were great. And then uh, I think the following year I went to Philly again, which was like, I don't know. It's like going to see Elvis and then going to see an Elvis impersonator or something. <laughs> That's the only thing I can relate it to. I mean, it's cool, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's not the big thing, but that's the last time I went. That was years ago. Yeah. So they were amazing to go back to, to, to uh, a Comic-Con and especially New York. Cause I know it's probably the second biggest in the country and to go there for free and get to meet you and hang out. That would be amazing. I, I would enjoy the hell out of that. First con I ever went to was a little sci-fi con, a little hotel down the street from the, uh, in the little hotel down the street from Madison Square Garden. I forget the name of it. It's an older hotel, but I, I had a ball there. It was a good time. And then the first real, real con I went to was, new york comic con and good god like i'm so glad i had to press pass because i was able to just like walk around the floor and like awe yeah um because you can't do that on a normal day yeah there is no walking around the floor and awe. there is you know where you're going and you go there and and hope it doesn't take you a half hour but uh i had i had an amazing time it was a great experience i got my um Green Lantern uh, Rebirth signed by Jeff Johns. Um, that was awesome. That's like my first like real, real uh, comic book signature. So that was exciting. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. That's that sounds amazing. And we're going to have great stories to tell to put on the show, to put on the podcast and make everybody jealous so that they can want to go and spend their money and go yeah it's it's i feel like if, if you're a geek if if you're an, a geek at all you need to go to one of these either san diego or new york at least once in your entire life i want to go to san diego i don't know when i'm ever going to get out to the west coast but I, I that is on my bucket list of things that i need to get done but i, I i'm serious like you need to go I don't care if you can only get a special Thursday pass or whatever, but it's because you don't like people, but you need to go. You need to get there and you need to enjoy this. It is something that uh, you will never forget. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I feel. It's something that I will never, ever forget. 
And honestly, like, I don't know how it is in New York. I can say, you know, from the Philly one, the Philly one was a lot more, like you said, know where you're going, go there, get in line, do your thing. But it's like a communal experience. Oh, yes. It's just people are like, hey, it's just like such an inviting and you're from New York. I'm from Philly. We're not the most inviting of people in this region. So being out there and people talking to you and like shared interests and just being super cool and super nice to each other was kind of all, kind of a little like not off putting kind of a little I was taken aback at first. I'm like, shit, why are all these people talking to me? And then after like an hour or two, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. It was what was great was, was that no matter no matter what the fandom was like, everybody was just like there to be be there and have fun and love what they love and enjoy talking about stuff. And like, you could literally just run into people and just have the greatest conversations yeah. about stuff that you've never even thought of just because someone is dressed as something and, and yeah. like, and whatnot. And it's just, it, it, it's just great. I mean, some of the experiences that I have, I, one of my favorite pictures is, excuse me, me amongst me amongst of a group of Deadpool's, with a de- with a, a, a errant dead shot and a cat woman, you know, draped up on me, and and it was literally because I was walking the floor and ran into like two and like ran into a group of Deadpool sitting on the floor and was like, "Are y'all gonna be here for a little bit?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll be here for like," because they're like tired at this point. They would they right. been walking around whatever. It was like we'll be here like about an hour or whatever. There's and whatnot. I come back. There's like fifteen more of them now. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. I go to take the picture. The dead shot rolls by and everybody's like, yo, get in here. And I'm like, but he doesn't fit. And they're like, get in here. And I'm like, okay, whatever. This looks cool. And then the cat woman walks by. She's like, can I get in? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, everybody. It was just like, it's you, like, everybody loves everybody. It's just some of the most fantastic things in the world the things that you see the things that you can do the things that happen that are so spontaneous but amazing that the stories that you have like i have stories for days like 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 that because just i was walking and was just like i'm in a good mood i'm gonna go talk to these people and be like hey what's going on and see what happens and boom i get crazy pictures out of it because of it and stuff like that i set up a marvel versus dc fight (laughs) <laughs> that's cool because there was literally a, I, there was literally a, a group of no i mean uh, a group of x-men people walking together and a group of dc people just walking together and they were literally on like opposite sides of the floor and i was with my boy louis and i was like yo louis we should get them to get a fight together he was like real i was like yo i'm a and we went and we was like yo you should go do a pole shot with them and they looked over and the other group looked over, and it just—it's like it was just a nod, like yeah. And we—they just got together in the middle of the floor. Everybody else cleared out the way so that yeah. they could get poses. It fantastic, yeah, fantastic, cool. yeah. And, and that's only the thing. at Comic That's why they're there, dude. That's—they are literally there so people like you and I can go. Hey, can we get a picture? Or hey, can you guys pose for this? And they're like, yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I dressed up. That's why I come to these things. It's very cool. But you got to be you got to be respectful to you know what? 
as we get closer to, you know, what? as we get closer to actual New York Comic Con, even though we're not going, maybe some of our listeners are going. I'm going to think of up a list and we're think of, you know, the, of a list of things that do's and don'ts because there's things people do and it's just messed up. Like, yeah, they're cosplaying. But if you see somebody's in a really intricate costume and they just happen to be sitting on the side with half the costume off, yeah. don't ask them for a picture. Yeah, just Or if don't. they're in the middle of eating. Or... Yeah, like, yo, <laughs> wait till you see them again. In yeah. their full costume, walking around, or hope that you do, or at least walk up to them and be like, hey, I understand that you're eating. Are you leaving anytime soon? Because I would really like to get a picture of this. Like, I'll come back in like a half hour, hour, meet you somewhere in an hour to get some pictures or something. You can set these things up. People don't mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, but don't just, when you see them just... I need to take a picture with you. And they, they, they got half, they suit off. You see, they sweating, they dying it right now. Just let them breathe. Just, oh, yeah, I, like I've almost wanted to punch people in their face for doing that shit. Like I've literally been like, really? Uh, Not everybody has the cooth that you and I have. So yeah, that might be anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, I guess until uh, until the next time, we will say goodbye, and we will see you guys next week to talk about last week. And I'm going to say goodbye, Brian. I'm going to say peace, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.